Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, August 14th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. Ashley is indisposed during recording time, and James is seeing Seawall alive, or just alive if he's running behind schedule or just wants to see Jake Gyllenhaal. So I will be flying solo on today's show, which is honestly fine. My feelings aren't hurt at all. No, not at all. But we had so much news. Those two would just slow me down anyway, so it's probably better in the long run. So, are you buckled up? Okay, here we go. Because for the second day in a row, we had not one, but two Broadway shows announced for this coming season. Now, unlike on Tuesday's episode, when we told you about both The Lightning Thief and Diana, these two shows will not be playing in the same house. One of these shows we already knew about because of a casting notice that went out last week. The other was a complete surprise and one of the most exciting that you could come up with. Let's start with that one. On Tuesday, the Manhattan Theater Club, along with Daryl Roth, Cody Lassen, the Dodgers, and an association with the Vineyard Theater, they announced that they would be bringing Paula Vogel's masterpiece, How I Learned to Drive, to Broadway 23 years after it premiered off-Broadway. But that's not all. The MTC Broadway debut of How I Learned to Drive will, in fact, be a transfer of sorts because of that 1997 production, the two original stars, Mary Louise Parker and David Morse, will reprise their roles and they will again be directed by Mark Brokaw. Those three, along with Vogel, won an incredible amount of awards during that show's initial 1997 run, including Best Play from the New York Drama Critics, Drama Critics Circle, Obie Awards, Drama Desks, and the Pulitzer Prize for Drama, amongst many other individual awards. The show will play Broadway beginning on March 27th with an opening date at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater on April 22nd. Now, you might be wondering how those two could play the same roles nearly a quarter century later. Well, if you're not familiar, How I Learned to Drive is a memory play. So like The Glass Menagerie, ages are flexible. And with these two powerhouses, I imagine this will be one of the shows to see this spring. But also remember that this is not the only show that Parker will be in on Broadway this season. She will be leading The Sound Inside at Studio 54 beginning on September 14th. It makes me think, I wonder when the last time was, because I'm I'm not very smart and I don't have a very good memory, but I'm almost positive it's happened before. Someone can tweet me and let me know when, but when was the last time we had a performer nominated against him or herself for a Tony Award? Because it definitely could happen this season. Okay, moving on to the other Broadway announcement from yesterday, and that is the Broadway transfer of The Old Vic's A Christmas Carol, written by Jack Thorne and directed by Matthew Warchus. The show will begin performances at the Lyceum Theater on November 7th and will close on January 5th. Not much room in the market for an extension for A Christmas Carol into January or February. But despite the great names that I and Ashley posited for the show last week, neither Brian Cranston or Patti Lapone will be playing Scrooge. Too bad, missed opportunity there. Instead, it will be Campbell Scott playing the penny-pinching miser. Scott was last on Broadway in 2015 in Noises Off, you might recall. Now, fun fact number one, Campbell Scott is the son of Academy Award winner George C. Scott, who of course earned an Emmy nomination for playing Scrooge in the 1984 television adaptation of A Christmas Carol. Fun fact number two, despite instinctively feeling ridiculous, this is only the second production of A Christmas Carol to ever play Broadway. However, that previous version, which was a one-man show starring Sir Patrick Stewart, ran four different times 
on the Broadway. And finally, fun fact number three, in London, this production was done in an immersive, in-the-round way, so it'll be interesting to see how they either transform the production to fit the Lyceum, or transform the Lyceum to fit the production. Only time will tell. Okay, moving on from there, yesterday on Good Morning America, the cast of Town performed a medley of songs on the morning show and announced that a national tour of the Tony-winning musical would launch in the fall of 2020. The 30-city tour will include Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, New Orleans, Philadelphia, Tempe, Washington, D.C., and more, and that more better include Oklahoma or so help me. You won't want to see the option uh, uh, if I have to go somewhere else to see this on tour. Sticking with stuff outside of New York, yesterday we learned that the filmed version of American Sun will debut on Netflix on November 1st of this year, but before that, it will have its world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival. In a link in the show notes, we also have a pair of images from the filmed version, still directed by Kenny Leon as it was on Broadway, featuring the uh, Broadway cast of Kerry Washington, Stephen Pasquale, Jeremy Jordan, and Eugene Lee. Now, speaking of release dates of things featuring Jeremy Jordan, yesterday we learned that Waitress would be releasing an EP entitled What's Not Inside The Lost Songs of Waitress. This seven-song album is available for pre-order and will be available to download this Friday. One of the songs on the list uh, of seven for this album is Door Number 3, which will sound very familiar for multiple reasons, only one of which is that it was featured on Sarah Bareilles' album of the songs from the show that she released before the ART world premiere. Also on the album is a song called Without a Believer, which is performed by Jeremy Jordan, and in the show notes we will have a link to a music video of Jer Jor performing the song on the stage at the Brooks, so give that a whirl. Okay, I'm going to close out the show with some show and casting news here. First up, yesterday the Broadway production of Slave Play announced their cast for Broadway, and as we have speculated thanks to audition notices, the company will be made up of the New York Theatre Workshop cast, with the exception of Theatre World Award winner Joaquina Kalukango taking over the role of Kanisha. She will join Ato Blankson-Wood, James Cusati-Moyer, Sullivan Jones, Kalia Latour, Irene Sophia Lucchio, Annie McNamara, and Paul Alexander Nolan, who will return to their roles for the 17-week run beginning on September 10th. Next up, some more exciting news, as on Tuesday we learned the full cast that will be joining Peter Dinklage in the off-Broadway premiere of the musical adaptation of Cyrano. With a book by Erica Schmidt and a score by members of the band The National, along with Karen Besser, the show will feature Jasmine Cephas Jones as Roxanne, Grace McLean, Christopher Gurr, Nahal Joshi, Scott Stangland, and others, including Blake Jenner, whom you might recall that the former Glee star had to exit the show's out-of-town tryout early for a TV gig, resulting in the show having to shut down production early. Apparently, there were no hard feelings as he is back playing the role of Christian. And finally, yesterday, reports started circling about midday that One Direction star Harry Styles had officially signed on to play Prince Eric in the live-action adaptation of The Little Mermaid, a rumor which we had discussed previously in the summer. However, on Tuesday evening, The Wrap reported that Styles had, in fact, quote, respectfully turned down the role. 
So I guess Disney's going to have to go out there and find themselves another swooshy-haired actor to play the part. I'm sure there are more than enough that they can find to, uh, to take on that responsibility. Anyway, that's all I've got. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. Again, if you've got nothing better to do right now, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Pandora, iHeartRadio, wherever it is that you find us in your podcast feed. Leave us a rating and review. We would really appreciate that. And until tomorrow, have a great hump day, and we'll talk to you on Thursday.